Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Okay, we are back for our Wednesday edition for morning prayer here this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to journey with me here through the daily office. This practice of morning prayer and evening prayer that comes out of the Anglican tradition. Having these two liturgies as the basis for my prayer and scripture devotion life has really helped keep that on track for me. It's given me a set of sense of focus, a sense of continuity, just having that format to just kind of keep me going, and also just to keep me coming back and keeping, when I, when I am having my devotions, just keeping that focus and keeping that attention where it needs to be and preventing my mind from wandering and things like that. So I found it to be very helpful for me, and hopefully if you're having similar struggles, maybe this can be helpful for you too. So I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about that church or to find a location near you, you can check out anglicanchurch.net. If you'd like to follow along the liturgy with me here this morning, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. And I'll have a link in the description below to get right there. And it's a great resource for following along for the Daily Office. It has all your readings and prayers right there on one page. You can just follow right from beginning to end for each service. So let's take a moment just to silently reflect and prepare our hearts for worship and for prayer. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. In the church calendar, this would be the Wednesday after the second Sunday of Epiphany. We'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask, for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. 
O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say the Venite together. The Venite will begin and end with an antiphon with the response, O come, let us adore him. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 17th day of the month begin with Psalm 86. Bow down your ear, O Lord, and hear me, for I am poor and in misery. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. My God, save your servant, who puts his trust in you. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I will call daily upon you. Comfort the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and gracious, and of great mercy to all those who call upon you. Give ear, Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my humble supplications. In the time of my trouble I will call upon you, for you answer me when I call. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any deeds like yours. 
All nations that you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. Indeed, you are God alone. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. O knit my heart to you, that I may fear your name. I will thank you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will praise your name forevermore. For great is your mercy toward me. You have delivered my life from the nethermost pit. O God, the proud have risen up against me, and the company of violent men have sought after my life, and have not set you before their eyes. But you, O Lord God, are full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, plenteous in goodness and truth. O turn then unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give your strength unto your servant, and help the son of your handmaid. Show me some token of your favor, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because you, Lord, have been my helper and comforter. Going on to Psalm 87. The Lord loves the foundation which he has laid upon the holy hills. The gates of Zion are dearer to him than all the dwellings of Jacob. Very excellent things are spoken of you, O city of God. I will consider Egypt and Babylon among those who know me. Behold Philistia also, and Tyre with Ethiopia. Each one was born in her. And of Zion it shall be reported that each one was born in her, and the Most High shall establish her. The Lord shall record it when he registers the people, that each one was born there. The singers and the dancers also shall say, All my fresh springs are in you. Going on to Psalm 88. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. O let my prayer enter into your presence. Incline your ear to my call. For my soul is full of trouble, and my life draws nigh to the grave. I am counted as one of those who go down into the pit and I have become as one who has no strength. I have become like the dead, and like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, and who are cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in a place of darkness and in the deep. Your indignation lies heavy upon me, and you have overwhelmed me with all your storms. You have put my friends far from me, and made me to be abhorred by them. I am in prison. I cannot go forth. My sight fails because of trouble. Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched forth my hands unto you. 
Do you show wonders among the dead? Or shall the dead rise up again and praise you? Shall your loving kindness be shown in the grave? Or your faithfulness in destruction? Shall your wondrous works be known in the dark? And your righteousness in the land where all things are forgotten? Unto you have I cried, O Lord, and early shall my prayer come before you. Lord, why do you cast off my soul and hide your face from me? I am in misery, like one who is at the point of death. Even from my youth, your terrors have I suffered with a troubled mind. Your wrathful displeasure goes over me and the fear of you has undone me. Daily they come round about me like water, and encompass me on every side. My companions and neighbors you have put away from me, and hidden my friends out of my sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, World without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Genesis, beginning with the 17th chapter and the first verse. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have, I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you, throughout their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said, said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And God said to Abraham, 
As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall become nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael may live before you. God said, No, but Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. He shall father twelve princes, and I will make him into a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this time next year. When he had finished talking with him, God went up from Abraham. Then Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all those born in his house were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and he circumcised the flesh of their foreskins that very day, as God had said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, and Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That very day Abraham and his son Ishmael were circumcised. And all the men of his house, those born in the house and those bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say that to Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. 
Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John, beginning with the 8th chapter, the 31st verse. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say, you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham. Yet you seek to kill me, because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died, and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me, 
of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, 
forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The College of the Day for this Wednesday after the second Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. A College for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. 
Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. All right, that is the close of morning prayer here for this Wednesday. One of the things I love about this is it really takes you through confession. It takes you through adoration. It takes you through scripture, Psalms, the Genesis reading, the reading from John. It takes you through a proclamation of faith. It reminds you of what we believe. It takes you through petitions and intercessions for others. It takes you through thanksgiving for all the gifts that he has bestowed upon us. And then it commissions us to go out and bless the Lord and bless the Lord in among the people whom we interact with every day. So I, I love this liturgy. I hope that it's been a blessing to you as well. If you would like to reach out, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on x at commonprayer419. Also, if you've not yet done so, I do encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Hopefully leave a good review if you're enjoying it. And that way more people can hopefully discover this podcast and see if it helps them as well. So I'll be back at 5 p.m. Eastern today with evening prayer. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again so much for joining me. God bless you, and I'll see you next time.